Derek Carr is now a free agent. And Aaron Rodgers is days away from uh, secluding himself in a dark house that we found out today has a light switch on the wall right next to where he'll be staying. I found out something you asked yesterday. All right. Okay. You asked a question. Mm-hmm. You asked me of it. We had to guess. We had to guess what does Keith Hernandez make? Do you remember you asking that question? Uh, we were, we were uh, kind of kicking it around yesterday. Yeah, now that he's apparently assigned a three-year deal to come back. Got the answer. Is it public? Mike Puma, who's an excellent reporter, wrote an article this morning detailing the Keith Hernandez contract. Wow. And wrote like what who? he was paid last year. Why would they? Why would SNY tell people that? Well, you're assuming SNY leaked that out. I don't know if they leaked it out. Well, you think Keith Hernandez wants people to know what he I makes? I think it's more. Why is it that much money where he's uh, it's impressive? Don't look it up. I want you to guess. I'm not going to look it up. I would guess when you're in a contract negotiation that it's coming from the player side, or in this case, the broadcaster side, to try to, I don't know. Yeah? Yeah, that's why. Why I would you wrong. want somebody to know what you make? No, but I don't leak right. anything. I've never leaked anything. I've never had my late agent league. I've never leaked yeah, anything. I, in my would, time I would want everyone to be on it. Like, uh, as much as we know athletes and what they make, I mean, that's a weird thing when it's about you. But anyway. But Mike Puma has it, so it wasn't my game. I mean, my guess yesterday was a million bucks a lo- year. Lower. Yeah. Now, 110 games oh, per yeah. season. How many games? 110 games. 110. And according to Puma, this was his salary last year, and that Keith was 550. looking. Keith was looking for a raise. 550. Higher. 700 grand. 775. That's what he made last year? He made 775. So, let's do the math. 775. So it's like 7,000 bucks a year. Divided by 110, it's $7,000 a game. As previously said. Is that what you just said? You're very good at that math. Yeah, I'm good at math. <laughs> uh, so, seven grand a game. Yeah. But, I, I assume- mean, by the way, you're off from, well, with the Mets, you're off from October 1st through uh, essentially April 1st. Right? Yeah. October, November, December, January, February, March. It's a good salary so for working it, half a year. It'd be like making a million five if you worked the whole year. Yeah. Okay. So you make seven whatever and change. Call it 800 grand. He wanted a raise. So how do you think? First of all, he absolutely got a raise. A thousand percent got a raise because, again, I mentioned So do you know what, what the number is now? I do not. I we only, just know what his last year Mike was. Mike Puma reported he yeah. was making 775 last year and was doing 110 huh. games, and he was pursuing so a raise. So he's going to get three years, 3.6. Oh, so you think he's making over 3.5. You think he got a significant well, raise not, based on that? Like, if he was making 800 grand and he was willing to not work, because there's apparently a contract thing. Yeah. To me, he was probably asking for a lot more than that. They give they give him a bump to a million. It goes a million, a million one, a million two. So three years, three point three. That's not bad. Average out a million one a year. Not Done. bad. Not a bad deal. Not bad. So I think Puma did an like, excellent job right. finding this out because we requested it. How old is Keith Hernandez? If you had to guess, six. He's got to be almost seventy, right? I would I say he's, he's 69. 65. He's 69. 69, okay. So he'll be uh, he'll be 70 this year. Okay. If you can make a million dollars a year in your 70s. Not bad. That's pretty damn good. And the other thing is, like, he made right? good money as a major league I mean, baseball you, player, but not this. nearly If you money. can make a million bucks a year at any age, pretty damn good. But especially when you're 70. Well, and also, he didn't have the lucrative baseball career that the modern athlete had. No, I bet you he didn't make, uh, what do you think he made, 20 like million bucks? He did well it's for its time, but think about it. He's out of baseball before it really boomed, but and you could make $20 million a year. You figure he's been making in the neighborhood of whatever else he does, endorsements he might have, and appearances and whatnot. 
He's been making between half a million bucks and a million bucks for 30 years. Well, gotta be. I mean, I guess. Right? I don't know. But like I always say, you don't count other people's money. Well, we, we are because you asked well, this question. Well, we are. You are. <laughs> Seinfeld royalty checks. How much does he get for that? I know what I get from uh, Blue Mountain State. And I know what I get from private parts. Yeah. By the way, what do you get a year from private parts? <laughs> like $2. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. I get a check every year for $7 for being on Blue Mountain State. No joke. It's not bad. Yeah, it's seven bucks. Hey, you have $3 in the bank. So now, when you get it's that more check. more than double what I have. In the bank right now. When you now. think about it that way, it's real good. <laughs> That's a good point. It's all relative to what you got. Yeah, I get a check every year for seven dollars. In 1984, Keith Hernandez signed one of baseball's richest contracts: five-year <clears throat> deal, eight point four million for the five years. So he was making well over a million. Yeah, but still, but still, not right. nearly what he would be making. He didn't you know, make generational wealth. Now he's probably got a nice home that's paid off. He lives a simple life, and he's seventy. Yeah. So you make a million bucks, life's pretty good. But he also has to commute from Sag Harbor to Flushing. Well, what he does, which I tried to do and I was denied, part of your deal is a you know car service. Even if you have a car service. Just saying. You still have to be on the Long Island Expressway yeah, for hours. If you're in the uh, and even if even if you're sitting shotgun or in the back, or if it's a sprinter or whatever it is, and you're not the guy that has to concentrate on the road. And you can listen to music, read a book, type, whatever you got to do. It is a lot different. And you didn't get it at WFAN. I asked for it. And they said no. Yep. Did you ask for it with Fox? Did they say no to it? Yep. <laughs> Everybody says Everybody no. Everybody says no. But you tried it. Of course I tried. Because why, why wouldn't you? Well, I remember famously when I was making a lot of money uh, back in the day on the fan. And I, I tried to add that in whatever last contract I signed. Mm -hmm. And I used to sign long deals. I would sign five-year deals. Because I was, I probably left money on the table, but I wanted the security of the contract because I had young kids, right? And I remember I said, "Hey, and I like you had a little uh, uh, car service." And the quote was, "We pay you enough money, you can pay for your own Uber." <laughs> okay, well, I mean, they weren't mad at me. No, it's worth they a try. They just said no. You inspired me when I negotiated my last contract. I had one crazy request. I yeah. said, "I'd like a Met Suite." Right. And they said, no. The, who are you, A-Rod? <laughs> <laughs> but I tried at least. Yeah. They must have been like, are you crazy? Are you nuts? Would you stop talking to Craig before you do these deals? <laughs> but uh, Evan did settle on. He gets the uh, the net suite for two games a year. Or no, you, you that's to, gone. Yeah. We don't even have the net suite. Uh, we, uh, that's right. That's gonzo. That's gone. Yeah. I rely on my own season tickets upstairs. Yeah, smartest move the company made in a long time. <laughs> yes. In advance of losing Duran and Kyrie. <laughs> they knew. Yeah, we're done. Thank you very much. Here is uh, Dennis and Yonkers on the fan. Dennis, what's up, kiddo? Craig, Evan, how are you? Doing great, thanks. Hey, I, think, uh, I, think, I think Keith uh, drives his own because he did a piece during a game once of him. Having to fix a flat or something. I don't yeah, know. well, yeah. he's also a pretty regular down to earth guy. Uh, you who just have can his you own imagine cats. that commute from Sag Harbor to City Field? Oh my God, well, I have a stomachache thinking about that. Yeah, well, maybe you should get like a helicopter. You should. All right, just call this for Craig Evans so you can lay out. All right, good. Like, I'm going to take a break. I'll uh, be right over. Um, what was this, Craig, sports question? Craig, Craig, you are. <laughs> and Bobby Gill gave me a heads up about this uh, a couple of months ago. You are doing a great service tomorrow at Fordham, our oh. school, uh, on Rose Hill. No, it really is. Um, and you're going there, by the way, in the middle of a renaissance. The Rams have won 20 games for the first time in 32 years. 
under the guy you just mentioned, second-year AD, Ed Cole, yeah. who's doing a good job and will take good care of you, and first-year head coach Keith Ergo. So it's a good time to be there. Who's but what Keith, doing, Keith Ergo is the basketball guy, right? He is the one who succeeded the trader, uh, Kyle Neptune, who left him going over. And got so it, Keith, is, Keith is now getting all the – yeah, by the way, I know their uh, their football team had a good run, too. They were scoring like 50 yeah. points a game. I know Eddie very well because he used to be at St. John's, and they were very right. kind in uh, recruiting my son for football. Uh, and I'm, I'm looking right. forward to it. Tomorrow's going to be a good day. Yeah, um, and it's important. My son just finished four years at Providence. Friars mm -hmm. had a big one tonight against Creighton. Doing his master's up there now. Great. And he tells me about the gambling situation up there. Interestingly, there's only legal gambling in Rhode Island is Twin Rivers Casino, right. which which I'm sure strategically is placed about 10 minutes from the Providence campus. And the kids have such access to this stuff. Right. And it's so, it's so dangerous, man. And if you can get the point across to a bunch of kids tomorrow that you have to be small. I mean, my son made two $10 bets on the Super Bowl. Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. Sure. But, you know, your kids have such – in the old days, it used to be illegal bookmakers, and they used to threaten to break our legs. Today, they just take your money. Well, so, because it's all because it's credit card based; it's not handshake based. You know, it's now you have to give the money up front, which has really changed the dynamic. Uh, and a lot of parents are now questioning, "Well, what's going on with my credit card?" But what'll happen? You know, because this is uh, uh, you know, we've done these before. Uh, I, uh, and just to walk you through it, you know, none of the kids. The kids will ask some questions. There'll be like a hundred some odd kids there. And I'll get, you know, uh, half a dozen, ten questions. But what has happened, which I find really um, enlightening and very positive, is kids will come to me after I give the, the big speech and presentation, one-on-one, -on -one, and say, hey, I got a buddy. Hey, I got this. Hey, it's me. You know, can we talk offline? Uh, nobody that's wants to raise their hand in front of the crowd saying, hey, I've got a problem. Uh, so that, that's been very rewarding for me as well. And I appreciate you checking in, and good luck to your son. So uh, I don't think it's open to the public, but I don't think they're going to turn you away if you stop on by. Right. And uh, it starts at 11 o'clock tomorrow. Very I cool. know they've been promoting it on Twitter and whatnot, so I assume they're happy to have you come by. So there you go. But uh, it's good. I'm, I enjoy. I actually enjoy doing it because I don't like telling my story in depth all that often. Um, but in that setting, I, I, I like telling the story. Because it's a captive audience that's there for it. Right. So, and it's also good for me to do. Because it's uh, humbling for me and it's a reminder to me, which is why I still walk around with, you know, my prison card. Just so I never get out of control. Because if I, you know, come, I'll, I have it right here as a matter of fact, just so you know I'm not BSing you. Yeah? Right. Um, I have a card in my little uh, clip there. Because you don't believe in wallets. I do not believe in wallets, no. I have a little, what do you call it, like an Office Max clip. Right. And I have, I carry with me at all times that, which is just a reminder. Don't be a, don't be stupid. You're blessed to have a second opportunity at everything in life. Keep that with you so you remain humble. And that's what I do. Would you like me to buy you a wallet? I would do it. No, I will not. No. Look at this wallet. It's disgusting. Beautiful. Beautiful. Este. It's yeah. Este. Este Lauder? You got an Este Lauder wallet? That's right. <laughs> Look at you. I'll buy you one. I do not want one. Consider the Valentine's No, I don't I want it. I don't want it. No? I've had wallets. I hate wallets. I'm no good with a wallet. I don't like things in my back pocket. I keep my little, small little thing here, right in the front. How do you access things, though? I put my hand in my pocket. I know, what do I have? you got a million. I've got a pass to get into this building, a pass to get into the Fox building, my one ally 
debit card because <laughs> right. no other bank will take me. And I've got my prison card. Well, you, what else do I have? You can keep your breath strips like I do. I don't need breath strips. Yes, you do. I pal. brush. Okay. <laughs> you know what disagreed? Yeah. Your breath three hours ago. <laughs> Whoa. Here's uh, Danny in Westchester. Danny, what's going on, buddy? Craig, I got to say this will fit right in because yeah. we've been talking about UFOs and extraterrestrials yeah. and an alternate universe where Jeffrey Mayer, you know, drops the ball. Um, this is right there with that. I am agreeing with you wholeheartedly. <laughs> it's in the same category. Derek Carr. <laughs> nice. And I never agree with you. So you can <laughs> take a break and I can talk to uh, Evan. Can you make it about a 45-minute call? I've had enough time to think, but the, the main thing is, Evan, you're a history fan, are you not? Yeah. Aren't we supposed to learn from history? Those yes, who don't yeah. remember the past are condemned to repeat it. So what would right? be the past I'm trying How to learn from? I think okay. it's, I think How it's about... different. Why? Because... Same age. Actually, Favre was slightly younger. I'll tell you the difference. No, no, Rod... you're, you're right about the age and all that. Um, here's the difference. Brett Favre retired and then wanted to come back and never wanted to be here. If Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback of the New York Jets, he wants to be here. And I think right off the top, that's one huge difference. And here's the other thing that I think is different. Now, I understand that Brett Favre had success in 2007. He was in the NFC Championship game. His last pass was an interception of Corey Webster. Who could forget? I think Aaron Rodgers is better. I think Aaron Rodgers was better all time. And I think Aaron Rodgers here will be better so I'm not scared of history what? than what Brett was here. Okay, I'm just not afraid of history because I don't think this is the same, despite the uniform being the same and despite maybe what, the, both the being continuous Hall of line of uh, Green Bay Packer quarterbacks coming to New York. It's one example. Consider this. It's one example. Consider this. Yeah. If you give Green Bay what they need or demand for Rodgers, how are they going to get? How are the Jets going to get the offensive line to protect him? If they couldn't protect Wilson, Flacco, or White, why well, wouldn't you? I would take Flacco in that mix. Get a line yeah. that will protect. Do you believe the that? The, okay, it's a great question. Do you believe though the only way to build an offensive line is through first round picks? And there's no. I mean, other I, I've got the answer for you, but you're not going to like what, it. Mackay Becton's back well, and healthy. AVT, of course, is back and healthy. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, and who's Mackay, the left tackle? And Mackay Becton. Yeah, it's it's risky to rely on Makai, but For sure. you have no other choice. But I guess what I reject on that is Thank the you, idea that you can't build or improve this offensive line without a first-round pick. Now, I want to add something to this because this is brand new. This is fresh. This is from the last 10 minutes. Something else happened on Twitter. So I'm going to present it to you. Go. Sauce Gardner has tweeted, and he tweeted, Hey, Derek Carr, you remember your last words before I left the Pro Bowl? No need for a response. I'm just asking. Meaning, so I'd, I'd love to play with you, Sauce. I think something's going on here between well, Sauce and not, Derek Carr. Yeah, but you know what that is? That's a guy like Sauce being uber aware of the quarterback situation yeah. and what's going on with Derek Carr. And I'm sure if, uh, if Aaron Rodgers was there, he would have done it with him, too. And he's like, yo, man, we got to hook up. We got a good thing going he's in He's recruiting. York, he's recruiting. Which tells me he's recruiting. Yeah. Which is great. Great. Yeah, no, I absolutely love it. 
He knows the deal. He knows who the quarterback, the quarterbacks were this past year. Look, here's what this comes down to our last call, and it's very, very simple. Sauce I'll make this discussion. blowing up his spot, though. Like, if we had a conversation, it's zip pop- your lip. Yeah. Uh, you ain't got to tell the world about that conversation. To me, it's very, very simple. Aaron Rodgers gives the best, the Jets the best chance to win a championship. Derek Carr's a nice quarterback. He's an upgrade. He's a top 15 quarterback in this league, and we could parse where he falls. But it's probably somewhere between 10 and 14. Aaron Rodgers is elite. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the world. And I have a better chance, and we have a better chance, of winning a championship with him as quarterback. Period. Stop. Yeah. That's the discussion. That's why I prefer him. And the Brett Favre thing doesn't scare me. It's different. I get that they both played for Green Bay. I wouldn't compare it to Brett Favre at all. But that's our last caller's point, that we're deemed to repeat uh, history. Listen, if Aaron Rodgers played for a different team, you wouldn't compare it to Rodgers. It's the comparisons because he's Green Bay. Yeah, so take the If he played for San Francisco for the last 20 years and he was available... We wouldn't compare him to Brett Favre. The comparison is based on them playing for the Packers. I do not the base on the fact that they're towards the end of their career and great so quarterback. Here's a lesson I learned from Brett Favre because I do learn lessons. When a ve- and this is really specifically with veteran guys. Don't get guys. sued. What was that? Don't get sued. No, there's nothing. Right, sued. People have a lot to say about Brett Favre. Uh, I've learned this lesson, and it actually is the same with Durant too. By the way, it's why I was cool with them trading him at the end. I don't want to hold someone hostage when they don't want to be here anymore. No, because somebody in a spot that they don't want to be is a problem for everybody else. Yeah, now, so where it came to me with KD was, okay, they got to go mortgage now, the future and me. trade for someone well, else. you don't just let a guy walk without getting something that, in return. And they did. Right. And they did. And it sucks that the situation ended that way. So here's where I learned it. I learned it from Brett. Brett Favre never wanted to be a Jet. He never did. He, did, he wanted to be a Viking. The Packers were never going to trade him inside the division. He wanted to go back to Green Bay. They had moved on. He didn't want to be here. When you're talking about Aaron Rodgers, if Aaron Rodgers says, I don't want to play there, I don't want to play for Salah, I don't want to be in Newark, New Jersey, I move on quickly, Craig. I wouldn't want him here against his will. Now, obviously, that's not realistic. Right. But when you're talking about Hall of Fame veterans at the end of their career, I only want them if they want me. And I learned no, you, that from You far. can't force the 35-year-old to come to a place he doesn't want to be because he'll be miserable from jump. He won't be in the off-season workouts. He won't get on the same page with the young wide receivers. It would very quickly unravel. I yeah. agree with you on that, which is why part of the Aaron Rodgers conversation also has to be, are you all in in the off-season? I agree. I because agree. Of, and by the way, most veterans, especially accomplished veterans, don't want to be. And if that's the case... Michael Strahan famously... Did not go to a single practice in the summer the year they won that first Super Bowl. That's okay because it's such a different scenario. The guy's a career giant. You know what I'm saying, And he's though. not a quarterback. No, no. But I agree with you in that Rodgers has to be all in. If he's not, you got to move on elsewhere. And I know that sucks because to me there's a huge drop-off between Aaron Rodgers and quarterback number two, which happens to be Derek Carr, Ryan Tannehill, guys like that. But in a perfect world... That's the guy who gives the Jets the best chance to win. How about Sauce Gardner recruiting Derek Carr? That's right. It would be interesting if you took a blind poll of uh, the current New York Jet players on the roster and said, we're going to get one of these two guys. Which guy do you guys want? Not even close. Derek Carr. But no. Be Aaron Rodgers by a mile. I don't know about that. Based on what? I think Derek Carr is more one of the guys than Aaron Rodgers is. I'll tell you the difference. And I that's fair about one of the guys. Every single Jet player grew up 
watching Aaron yeah, Rodgers. That's true, that's and not true. just watching Aaron Rodgers, watching Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs every year. Watching Aaron Rodgers win a Super Bowl. I know it was only one, but a Super Bowl. Yeah. Watching Aaron Rodgers setting records. Derek Carr is a nice player. He is not a patch on the fanny. Did I get that right, dog? Of Aaron Rodgers. He's not. I still think the players might say uh, Derek Carr. Well, you could, I mean, you could think it. It wouldn't be. Derek Carr is out there in Vegas hanging out with the boys. A Rod wasn't. A Rod wasn't. A Rod. There's only one A Rod. A Rod. A Rod. <laughs> yeah, but now he's going into this whole dark house thing is now fugazi to me. It's not really a dark yeah. house retreat. Now it's more about just being alone with your thoughts. And if you want to turn the lights out, you can. Yep. I think we got sold a bill of goods on that one. It isn't as intimidating as we thought it was. Right. It sounded like you're locked in a place and you have to, like, special knock to get out. You know, and you get meals slid to you through a slot in the wall, that kind of crap. Yep. Now we find out, you know, you're all good, man. Like, if you want to turn the light on, turn the light on. No one's going to stop you. No, you're right. Which I think it's more about, I guess the real question is... No TV, no internet, none of that, no uh, books. That's the challenge. It's just you. Yeah. No human interaction. If I set you up in a room this size, let's even say, we're in a room, I would say it's about 15 by 15, ballpark, right? And I said maybe a little bit bigger possibly. And I go, you're going to be in this size room. There's no windows. There is a light switch if you want it. There's a toilet dead center. And we'll give you a mattress in the corner with a pillow. Mm -hmm. That's it. We'd like you to keep the lights out, but that's on you. How long could you last? By yourself, no interaction. Not long, dude. Really? <laughs> no. Not long. I need my brain to, like, I don't know. See, in that setting. Be massaged. I mean, I think I could, I mean, next year. Really? How many times would you, you know. Go to the bathroom? No. I mean, every day I'd go. How many times would you, you know. Choke the chicken? Yeah. Well, there's cameras, so I wouldn't. Oh, there's cameras? Yeah, there's cameras recording what you do. Just yeah. So you're going to sit there in a room for a year yeah. and not do that one time, by the way. Right. Okay. Right. I've experienced that. <laughs> I know I can make it in that regard. Yeah. I'm not sure. I yeah. Feel. That behavior is outlawed. Yeah. <laughs> not the guys don't do it. I'm sure they do, but yeah, not me. Yeah, you did not do that. No. No, 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 no. So there are cameras in there? Well, not, no. not your place. Not where I was, no. 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 There, this place. Yes. That's there a problem. are cameras, and then I guess part of the deal is you can take the videos home, and maybe there's a moment that you oh. experience that you don't remember you imagine, or forgot. Could you imagine watching that video? Oh. No. Oh. But I, I bet you if Alan Rodgers put his video up there, it'd get a million views. Oh, a million and a half. A million? Yeah. yeah. You think just a million? That's adorable. You think 10 million views on Millions. Uh, yeah. Now, I would never view that. I think you would, though. That's the difference. I mean, I wouldn't sit there and watch four days' worth. You'd be out of curiosity. But you told me I had a highlight of him, like, ripping his hair out or banging his head against the wall going stir-crazy? Yeah. I'd watch that. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, I don't remember. Matter of okay. fact, I'd pay nine ninety five a month to watch. <laughs> That'd be like a fetish video for me. <laughs> By the way, it's not a bad idea. You can make a ton of money off Why that. Why don't we just start a new thing? Like, you know, do that with celebrities. Yeah. Videotape it. And put a live stream of it. What about you? I mean, you're me? sort of a celebrity. On your sort weekend. Big celebrity. Okay, big celebrity. On your weekend where you don't have to work. Yeah. We lock you in a room. Yeah. Same thing. Just for a weekend? Film it. Two straight days. That's a long time. First of all, and I just would sleep it. half the time because I never get any sleep. I'm in. You think people would watch? I got, yeah. Out of curiosity. Like Bob in Vermont would watch. <laughs> He would. He'd watch the whole time. What did that? What did that cost me? Eight dollars. I'm in. 
I think Spike would watch half the time. Uh, but you have to get it's one thing to watch. It's another thing would you pay to watch? How much? Nine ninety nine, you said? I'm just making up a number. Ten bucks a month? Or what if I did this way? It's two dollars to every time you want to view it, two bucks. Buck ninety nine. You can watch it for as long as you want. But when you log out, yeah. it's two bucks to I log think back in. The first time you did it, there'd be a curiosity factor. Thousand people? Yeah. And if people can't stay anonymous and you could see who's watching, yeah. that'd be real funny because you'd start to see like. This and it's all like black light because the room could be dark, but it's infrared, whatever it is. You'd be able to see me, whatever I do. Yeah. Whatever I do. Yeah. Would you pay for that Big Mac or no? <laughs> for you? Uh, all right. What no. celebrity would you pay? No, it's to watch someone sit in the dark now. What, what celebrity would you pay to watch? No. No, none. Paul McCartney sitting no. in that room. No. You're not watching him. No. Emily Janikowski. Radikowski. I got a close. Bet your ass for watching. Emily Radikowski. Yes. Now, here's the real test. You put single, random, man and woman. Huh? How long until something happens? It's four days. Because it's guaranteed to happen. Yeah, I think within four days. Unless you're so repugnant. The other person's like, but stay away from You're dark. in the dark, in yeah. The dark. Ooh, yeah, but wait no a second. If you put Emily Ratajkowski and Bob in Vermont yeah. in the same room, well, how long would it take? Bob's getting some. He's <laughs> yeah. bringing no a lot of doubt. syrup, right, Craig? A lot of maple syrup. <laughs> Matt, I'm going to pitch Fox on a new show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm kidding. Is that a naked and afraid, naked and horny? The Box. The Box. Yeah, box. it's my new show on Fox. <laughs> the Box. You know what's crazy? I could totally see it happening. <laughs> put celebrities in a box. Coming soon. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll take all the guys that did the other Fox show where they work with, like, a Navy SEAL. Featuring the return of Bill O'Reilly. It'll not be In better. the box. Mike Piazza. <laughs> the, Miz. Doing, yeah. <laughs> the Miz. The Miz. <laughs> Piazza, O'Reilly, and The Miz all yeah. in a box. Perfect. What happens? Yeah. <laughs> I'd watch that. You got me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I got a text, Fox. I'm working on that immediately. <laughs> it's got possibilities. This fall, it's the box on Fox. <laughs> you know what the problem with your idea is? What? It's going to backfire. Why is that? Aaron Rodgers will retire from the NFL just to be on season one of the box. I want to be the first contestant on the box on Fox. You know who would totally do it? Tom Brady. Not he needs attention. He, he needs he attention. He doesn't need attention. Oh, stop. This guy's everywhere. He won't shut up. Now, I heard he was jealous of the Jeter announcement. Like, really? So, Stealing my shine? I'm Tom Brady. So the real question is, do you do it just with one person, or do you introduce multiple people to the box? Multiple. Because I think the like, you you mentioned it. Mike Piazza, The Miz, and Bill O'Reilly. It's fascinating. Yeah, and then I think like, you do, and then they have challenges. Yeah. Like, you put in the box, like, I'm making this up, like, things that they have to stack. If they successfully stack it, they get 10 minutes of light. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to see that. I want to see the Miz and Mike Piazza <laughs> battling. Do what exactly? I don't know. Yeah, they play yeah. Jenga, and the winner of Jenga gets, gets five minutes of life. Yeah, or gets a meal, or a private bathroom for five minutes, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Jenga in the dark's a fun game, Big Mac. It's Carton and Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. Uh, the unofficial start to summer, right, at DJ's? Thingy magic. We had Third Eye Blind. No, right? I think you guys had the uh, Jim Blossoms. Oh, not my Third bad. Eye Blind. Yeah, lesser successful band. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> we, we're like, why'd we get the Jim, Jim Blossoms? Blossoms? Yeah. They're like, well, they would do it for 20 grand. So they're like, oh, we get 20 grand? What are we talking about? I would sing for five grand. Anyhow, but, are you but, uh, some news over there? I, 
I don't know if I'd use the word news, but I, I just have to say, Twitter is the greatest thing ever created. It really is. Because what's happening today on Twitter concerning the James Bradbury hold is amazing. Now, if you missed it, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster took a major shot at James Bradbury where he made that fake Valentine's Day card right. said, I'm here to hold you or something like that. I forget what he said. Holding you all night. Holding something, you all night. Like that, yeah. And obviously the Eagles have taken it seriously. A.J. Brown's react. Well, one Eagle took it seriously. One Eagle took it seriously. But yeah, at this point, you have to figure they're all very much aware of it. James Bradbury just tweeted. Oh. And he decided, instead of a retort, to attack somebody else. Oh, he's paying it forward. He's paying it forward. So, all right, so hold on. I'm just taking the <laughs> sweetheart out of my And mouth. it's amazing. So, Juju Smith attacks Bradbury for putting out a fake Valentine's Day card, mocking the holding call. Yeah. A.J. Brown then comes out and mocks Juju for being a TikTok star, not a good wide receiver. Bradbury, who's the victim yes. in the original uh, social post by Juju, then decides he's going to attack somebody. Go. He decides to tweet at Eli Apple, I now understand why you do it. <laughs> I mean, what? Yeah, getting these uh, messes. You know, like troll people. Like, he decided, I'm going to take this and just attack him. Which now, Giant fans, I mean, if you didn't love James Bradbury before, you like he's him now. moved up the list even more. He takes more. ownership of a hole that he trolls Eli Apple, who's got nothing at all to do he has with the situation. He has nothing to do with it. By the way, Andy Reid was asked today about how he celebrated the Super Bowl win when he returned to Kansas City. And he said, quote, yeah, I went to Pizza 51. I got a mushroom and sausage pizza. How about that? Oh, and a salad just to make my chubbiness feel good. Look at him. He has a nice sense of humor. Well, I mean, after Terry Bradshaw said waddle on over here, he's got to now uh, have some self-deprecating Andy's humor. he's one of those larger gentlemen who likes to make fun of his largeness. He also carries it pretty well. He looked good in a suit uh, in one of those Super Bowl things. Sure. For a big fella. By the way, James Bradbury has now deleted the tweet. Oh, come now, on. Now, I screen grabbed it, so it will still you, exists. Will you text it to me? I'll text it to you, but yeah. yeah that'll kill eight minutes tomorrow morning. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, it'd be... Um... <laughs> <laughs> send me a text. Yeah, send it to you now. Yeah, thank you for that. Oh, look, Stu Finer's here. I bet you Stu wants to be in the box on Fox. Stu, what's going on, buddy? Well, first of all, hello, Evan. I love you. Happy Valentine's Day. Hello, Craig. I yes, love sir. you. Happy Valentine's Day. Not and the whole crew. I love everyone. And best um, to your beautiful I mean, wife listen, as well. Yes, thank you. Uh, 45 years of one woman. 45 years. She must be so tired of you. Um, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I ruined her life. I mean, uh, so many times over, but she's resilient. You know, Irish Catholic women are the strongest women that in the world, a, the smartest women a, in the world. Good woman you got there. Send my regards. <clears throat> yes, yes. Um, first of all, uh, just to go back prior to what you were talking about, I have more experience in the dark with women in a very small area than anyone alive. So <laughs> if you need an executive producer to roll out hundreds of experiences, I'm at your disposal. All right, I appreciate that. Maybe you could be one of the executive producers. Okay, I'm, I'm in on that because the box works. <laughs> I but, agree. I think, I, by the way... I think it's a fascinating experiment. I really do. Well, everyone's got box in the dark. So, in other words, absolutely. Everyone right. has that experience. Yeah. Every every human <laughs> person alive. Yes, uh, I agree. Yes. To some level. Yes, that's correct. Some more than others. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, all right, everyone, uh, the show sounds fabulous. Everyone sounds great. You know who's really good? Can I pump someone on your network that I never get to talk to? And uh, Keith yeah. McPherson is absolutely unbelievable. Nice. That's I mean, kind of, when he rocks, because I catch him, because my son, I, I drop him a lot at Walter Kennedy Airport, so Keith's on uh, uh, a lot of times. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, very, very good. Yes. And a big yeah. Yankee fan, there's not enough of us at this radio station. But I love when he just talks for like 30 minutes. He's very smart and nice. very articulate and really, you know, hammers. And by the way, I heard that you guys were number one, you know, as yes. if, unless unless you, you know, were living under a rock for since the inception of the show. You've yeah. been number one. So congratulations. You know. I kiddo. I, will, that uh, you need it. All right, I love you guys. Um, you I'm soon, just yeah. hanging out here, uh, waiting for the wife to come home. I bought dinner, all taught all sorts of Italian. You know, I went to one of those Italian places, all the accoutrements, you know, yeah, fried chicken the, cutlets, um, regular chicken what cutlets. What was the big thick thing you had saran wrap? The big, there were like four of them. What was that? Oh, Italian breads. Oh, God, I thought you had like Four a big, different thick, type like, of Italian bread. The one had... that has the big cross across it, then the semolina, yeah, then the regular, then the seeded. I No, no, the other thing, it looks like you had like four, like, nine-inch pork chops or something in the, on the thing. Oh, um, there's there's egg there's eggplant parmigiana in there. Yeah. Uh, What else could there be? I don't know what else could there I be. I don't know. All right, I'll, I'll take another look. I'll call you later, and I'll let you know. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's going to be fabulous. I love you. Have I'd a fabulous good. Valentine's Day. You be well. Stu Finer, who's a beautiful wife of 45 years. 45 Imagine years? Imagine what she's been through. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I can't, I'm dumb imagining. It's all yeah. going through my head. I think Pete Hoffman's going to their place for Valentine's Day. That's like his home away from years home. years of marriage. Yes. How many years are you having? 2015. Yeah, yes. well, you're, not, you're probably not going to. 2022, so we're at seven. Seven you got 38 to go. How old are you? I am 39. There's a chance you don't make it. Here's uh, My parents, by the way, on Friday are yeah. going to be married. You ready for this? 54. Hello? 50 years. Good for them. No, 60 years. Not no, 60. 50 years. 60 years. 50 years. Isn't right. that crazy? That is crazy. I got to yes. get them something, shouldn't I? You should probably buy them maybe, uh, you know, some, uh, some chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Matt, what's going on, buddy? Whitman's. How's it going? Uh, lifelong Raider fan here. I just want to say uh, I'm in the uh, Craig boat right now because they're just to be getting a good one. I'm heartbroken today. Let me to ask you a quick fan. question uh, because I'm always fascinated by it. Who was the Raider that made you a Raiders fan? Well, my father brainwashed me when I was younger uh, back when, uh, you know, in the 70s, late 70s. So but was, then, was uh, Plunkett your guy? Uh, no, my guy was Tim Brown. I was like, I was ah, 10 in 1988. Okay, good yeah. guy, good guy, Rich, good guy to love for sure. Yeah, and then, and then Rich Gannon, of course, you know, the years. Of the oh, just wondering. All right, yep. all good. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm trying to figure out how things went so south where Mark Davis is allowing uh, McDaniels to get rid of a guy that we all agree is an upper echelon quarterback. It doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't. Well, I mean, he's going to McDaniels here because. I mean, Jared Stidham, first start, he's been in the system five years. He looks great against the 49ers defense. Derek Carr in the whole year. Meanwhile, he had six or seven different coordinators. In right, and that's the rub. He had still. a 32nd-ranked defense over nine years, five different coordinators or seven coordinators, five head coaches, dysfunction all over the place, nonsense going on, and the dude was asked to perform at a high level. These sons of bitches. What? On the day after the Knicks destroyed the Nets, they did destroy them last night. They I watched sent it. me an email. Yeah, from the New York. Well, Knicks. you're a season ticket holder, Evan. I'm aware. Yeah, that's why Quote, they sent you something. We heart you. Yes. Time to renew. And it's a picture of Josh Hart, who was amazing last night. 
Roses are red. The Knicks are blue. Happy Valentine's Day. It's time to renew. Clever. And, and these postseason ticket prices, holy mackerel. Yeah. The balls of this organization. All right, so make up a number. <laughs> Let's kidding. say, for example, you're at, I'm making up numbers here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're at 50 bucks a ticket, what do they want for the postseason? Three I times? Mean, I'm doing the math on this. But, like, tons. Like, my playoff bill is higher than my regular season bill. Now, you got to factor well, you the have potential to buy amount of games. Max out. So it's four, 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 four. It's four, 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 two because of the play in tournament. Uh, which counts as a, uh, as a postseason so game. So you're talking, you got to buy 14, you have two tickets, so 28 tickets. So if 28 tickets, let's make the math even easier. If you were at 100 bucks a ticket regular season, that would cost you $2,800. They're not going to max out and go to the NBA Finals, so you're never going to see it. So the money theory would be refunded to go back to you for next year's tickets. So if it's twenty eight hundred bucks regular price, how much would that be playoff price? You have lost me on that. How am I supposed to figure that out? Would you say how much? <laughs> I mean, do you want me to show you? If you had a multiply, how much more expensive by a multiplier is the playoff ticket to the regular season ticket? Ergo, if your regular season ticket was $100 a ticket. Mm -hmm. This package would cost you $2,800. Right. How much more is it in the playoffs? What's the X? I still don't understand how I'm supposed to figure that out. Like, you want me to just show you my bill? I'll show it to you. All right, bring it over. Yeah, you do it for me. It's so difficult. I have no idea what you say. All right, so this is based on... This is my postseason bill in total. You see that number? Yes. That's my renewal number. So that's for every game. That's for every game. That's for 41 games. Yeah, correct? 41 games. 41 games is that number. And that's for 14 games. Well, 28. Right? No. Because you have two. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fair right? enough. Right. So that's really for, so that's for 80. Yeah. That's yeah, for 82. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. So that's for 82 games. Okay. So I'll do the math real quick. 82. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Wow. <laughs> uh, out of respect to my partner, I ain't going to say it. But it's more than three. I mean, the Knicks, and I yeah. get it. It's the playoffs. It's potentially the finals. Yeah. But holy mackerel. By the way, i tell you what it tells me, though. What? You actually, um, you kind of, you gave a buddy of mine your seats for a game a couple days ago. Yes. So he took a picture from the seats yeah. and sent it to me because he was very uh, uh, grateful. Or he was mocking. No, no. Seats. He was so happy that he got to go. All right, cool. And... Now that I saw you pay for the whole season, it's a pretty good deal. No, I think it's a great deal. Like for the regular season, like you it's don't a great go, you don't, you're not going to go to a lot of games. But that amount of money for those seats, that's not bad. It's an affordable ticket yeah. when I go. I'm able to sell it and at least get my money back. But the playoff price, yeah. is insane. Yeah, so it's um, it's almost six x. It's right. six times. Yeah. Now, granted, it goes up each round. So the NBA Finals, and I remember this with the Nets because they send bills every year. Yeah. They still haven't sent theirs yet. Yeah. They're waiting because they're, they're like, <laughs> now's not the time. So it's interesting. Yeah, they're going to wind up backing their way into maybe the playing game. At the minimum. Nets. At minimum. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They'll be the they did have a big enough, uh, uh, a good enough record, like 10 games over 500, 
when it kind of blew up, they should get in. They, they're going to be in the playing tournament. They yeah. still have a chance to get a top six seed, which allows you to make the postseason. The, the thing about the Nets, and I said this after the win, I'll say it after these back-to-back losses. I don't know what they are. They're a brand new team. What are they two ahead of the Knicks in the loss or one? Yeah, in the loss two? column, they're three it's up, three, but they're okay. two overall. Yeah, and the next meeting is going to be they, huge because it's for the tiebreaker. Right, Nets and the Knicks win, they have the tiebreaker right now. Yeah, Knicks have to win that game because they're not uh, locked in yet. Look, right now you can view Brooklyn, the Knicks, Miami, maybe yeah. Cleveland, but Miami's I buy. Only two games ahead. That's right. Three teams kind of battling for those two spots of five and six to make sure they make the postseason. But I think even bigger than that, you have seven teams that are in the mix from seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I mean, Miami Absolutely. could wind up in the seven or eight Look, spot. Atlanta's right there. I mean, yeah. Atlanta's playing the Knicks. See, it's funny. The Knicks and Nets both play huge games tomorrow night in the standings. The Nets play Miami, who's a game and a half behind the Nets. The Knicks play Atlanta, who's a game and a half behind the Knicks. Right. And the Wizards have been playing really well. And the Raptors are solid. And they basically said we're all in. So, yeah, you've got Toronto, Washington, Atlanta, the Knicks, Miami, Brooklyn, maybe Cleveland, but they're hot. They've won six in a row. And here's the way I would view it. If you get a five seed you have a puncher's chance of the postseason. If you're the sixth seed, even though you've avoided playing in the play-in tournament, yeah. you're destined to get knocked out in the first round by Philly. Probably. Philly's the three seed right if now. If right. you're the seven, eight seed, you're destined to be knocked out by pick-your-poison Boston Celtics or Milwaukee. Ball, yeah. Like, no offense to the Knicks, and you I certainly say this the about five. the Nets. You, we have no shot against Boston, Milwaukee, Philly a little bit more of a shot, but very unlikely. I agree. Cleveland's the team you view and say, okay, I'll take my shot. Otherwise, yeah. the Knicks or Nets are getting knocked out quick. Let's be yeah, honest. Yeah, listen, the top four spots are not cha- – I mean, two and three might change in theory. One and two may change. But none of us are getting into the top four. The top four are locked. And would you agree that playing Boston and Milwaukee specifically, it's a death sentence. You're not beating You have no team. shot. By my way, team isn't. Your team I isn't. think you could win a game against Philly – but you're not winning the series. Probably, Neither I, are the Knicks. Probably not Philly. So your only yeah. shot to get out of the first the round – is to get and by the way, even then, Cleveland's going to be tough. By the way, Spider Mitchell's having a tremendous season. Cleveland is sixteen games over five hundred. Yeah, like you know, you'd be as the Knicks would be a decided underdog. I think the realistic path forward for the Knicks and Nets is that we're jockeying for position. Both of us are likely to get knocked out in the first round. With but my team being more, it likely. would be a huge success. If you get in that uh, four-five game, yeah, uh, and found your way somehow, some way in the second round against the Celtics. But here's what I think's going, and then happen. it's a wrap. But here's what's going to happen: Atlanta's going to get hot, Toronto's going to get hot, Miami will figure it this. out, and the Knicks and Nets are going to play each other well, in the say. play-in tournament. So if I said you could be the five seed, obviously you take it. Let's just be honest: you take it. Oh. But you get you get either beaten by Cleveland or waxed by the Celtics or Milwaukee in the next round. Or how about for New York's sake, we get the playing game, Knicks Nets. So that would be awesome. After what I experienced last night, you don't want any part of I it. I want now. nothing to do with it. All right, you I'll go right the to Knicks that four five match. I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> ah, that'd be great, right? I don't want to deal with that. I do not want to deal with I, that. I, and actually, well, I don't think you would be. It wouldn't be a game changer, rivalry wise, or anything else. It would be a major event in this town. Well, and also, just to keep in mind... Especially the games of the Garden. It doesn't knock you out. It would put you in the next playing game if it's a 7-8 game. But the winner gets to move on. So the winner at least gets the bragging rights of, hey, we made the playoffs at the expense of you. You don't officially knock the team out. And then the loser gets another playing game. That's right. That's right. I do think for for New York City basketball, it'd be very cool if there was a playing game. I just want no part of it. I think it would be a major event. I I I think so. 
uh, and Nick fans, could you imagine the the crowd on thirty third and seventh if the Knicks spanked you guys? Yes. Which they probably would. Yeah. You have a one-game winning streak against us. Really getting that cocky? <laughs> it would be awesome. And by the way, do you feel dirty? Well, I feel dirty. Yeah, you feel dirty? Why would I feel dirty? Who were the two best players on the floor last night for the New York Knicks? Hart and Brunson. Jalen Brunson and Josh Hart. Yeah. Philly guys. I don't care about that. Jalen Brunson is Philly. Oh, because he wore a Jalen Hurts jersey uh, two he, weeks ago. Now, Josh Hart's a Maryland kid, but he went to the— Went to Nova. Yeah. Philly wow. to the core. I'm okay My with Philly it. guy sucked last night, Mikael yeah. Bridges. Yeah. But your Philly guys, you won because of Philly. How's that make you feel? Great. A little dirty? Great. <laughs> as a matter of fact, By the I way, feel fantastic. As you, as you guys can tell, very desperate. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're grasping very desperate. Grasping. By the way, they've never changed how they make sweethearts, and I'm happy for that. Someone put a bunch of boxes of these in the uh, commissary. Very good. Is that your first time ever in the commissary? Ooh. No, but first time since we made the microwave cake our first year together. Remember that microwave cake? That amazing... Chocolate cake I, I taught you guys how to make? I do. With grape soda? Yeah. That was pretty good, if you, if I recall. No? It, was, it wasn't bad. bad. I mean, considering it wasn't bad, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was grape soda and ground-up Oreos. And it was like uh, going to Coco Lux, you know, famous bakery. You guys didn't know the difference. <laughs> like, this is the best brownie cake I've ever it had. It was pretty good, but let's not go too far. If I served it to you and you didn't know how I made it, you'd be like, this is redonk. I don't think I'd say that. I think I'd say that's not bad. Well, you're probably not a dessert guy, though. I am a dessert guy. The latest on the NFL quarterback uh, carousel, it's Carton and Roberts on the fan. It's Carton and Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. That while Eric Bieniemy uh, stays in Kansas City, for now at least, as their offensive coordinator, the uh, Philadelphia Eagles offensive coordinator, uh, has taken the job to be the Colts' new uh, head coach. And then Jeff Saturday put out a real self-serving video. So obviously he knows he's not getting the job. He's well aware of it before it ever gets announced, right? And they hire Steichen or Steichen. Shane Steichen, yeah. Right, from Philadelphia. And he decides to go out on a lake on a boat like he's fishing or something like that. And then films himself thanking Colt Nation. <laughs> like, he was such a contrived, I'm a man of, like, like, I'm a regular guy, yeah. I'm out hunting and fishing, and I want to just take a break from my fishing trip to tell you how much, you know, it's so pathetic. He also really wanted that job, too. Yeah, he did, but, you know, when you go one and eight, you don't get the job. Did you see my tweet, by the way, about Shane Steichen? I'm curious your opinion. I did not. Such a very, for, it's a real weird thing. I don't get your tweets you all the time. You don't get my tweets. Very strange. Yeah, yesterday you cited two of my tweets from over the weekend. You said, did you know that the Nets were thinking of playing a James Harden video? Yeah, did you know that? Yeah, I tweeted it. Oh. So you saw it. So I put out <laughs> I put out a tweet right before our show showing a picture of St- Shane Steichen and a picture of Billy Epler. I think they look alike. Oh, I, I think they're the same guy. In fact, your other partner, Cody Decker, yeah. said it feels like I'm looking at the same picture. So Cody confirmed what I think. Now, everyone else on Twitter said I'm an idiot. Well, Everyone else on go, Twitter go with them. said you're crazy. Yeah. Now, what's your opinion? Have you seen the pictures? I've not seen the pictures. Right, and I'll walk over there again. Here we go. Well, I don't know why I don't get it if you if you put it out there. All right. So this is a picture of Billy Apple. Yep. This is Shane Steichen. Hmm. Go back. Epler, Steichen. Maybe. Epler, Steichen. He looks. He's got a little. Uh. uh no, he looks like someone else to me. Looks like Billy Epler. He looks a little bit like Adam uh, Gase. Adam Gase. Oh, you thought that too? Yeah. Uh, 
He also looks a little bit like, uh, what was the famous painting, Scream? He looks a little bit like, look, bring up Scream, the painting. Scream. What is that? Who did Scream? Van Gogh, maybe? One of the Picasso, one of them guys? Scream the painting. Matisse, maybe? Who did uh, Scream, Tommy? Munch. Munch. It was it Edward Munch? Yeah, Edward how, Munch. How does it look like Scream? Let me see painting? Scream real quick. Turn it around. Oh Let me see that. <laughs> yeah, he looks like that guy. Uh, yeah. That looks like, that's what Steichen looks like. So, you don't think he looks like Billy Epler? Is that he your looks point? like Edward Munch's scream. <laughs> How about the fact that this is a rare time, Giant fans, where you getting your ass kicked by the Eagles is a great thing. Hear me out on this. Wink Why? Because they lost their guys? Wink Martindale was a candidate for the Colts job. Lost to Shane Steichen. Right? right? Mike Kafka was a finalist for the Cardinals job. Lost to Jonathan Gannon. Like, the New York oh, Giants. Official? Jonathan Gannon is the new head coach of the Arizona Cardinals five-year deal. When did that so, happen? Today. So both oh. Giant coordinators oh, my, my are shoot. losers, and it's great news. Plus, you're going to lose about six starters you to free agency. You lost to the Eagles, and yeah. it's the first time where you lost to the Eagles, but you really beat them. Kind of like the end of White Men Can't Jump when Rosie Perez said to Woody... Sometimes you win, but you lose, and sometimes you lose, but you win. Yes, the Very great similar. philosophy of uh, of uh, Gloria Perez. That's yes. right. Yes, that's bias and why. Thanks for being here. How about that? How about that? Good news for Giant How fans. About the fact you're that losers, but you're winners. You got two coordinators who went to one Super Bowl and lost, and they both get head coaching jobs. And the guy that's won two Super Bowls, been to five AFC Championship games, doesn't even get an oh, interview. Eric Bieniemy, I, I just there's something that's got to be up with that dude. It's Unless he's telling people I'm good in Kansas City, don't no, even bother. No, and Andy Reid after the Super Bowl was first to put over Bieniemy because he wants him to get that job or a job as an NFL head coach. And it's crazy it hasn't happened. Bradley, but the Eagles yeah. got hit today. Let's be honest. It doesn't mean they're going to fall apart by any stretch. But their offensive coordinator and their defensive coordinator is gone. And the Giants get continuity. That's a good thing for the Giants. You should celebrate it. Count- you guys should be happy. Yeah. Uh, the countdown to 1,800 hours is brought to you by 1,800 Tequila. Whether it be 6 p.m. or 1,800 hours. 1,800 Tequila redefines tequila time. 1,800 Tequila, the best taste in tequila. 1,800 tequila, 40% alcohol by volume, Proximal Spirits, Jersey City, New Jersey. Please celebrate responsibly. Uh, one quick note before the break. Obviously, we're all very well aware of what happened at Michigan State uh, in the last 24 hours. Uh, and just want to uh, send our, uh, for whatever it means, uh, thoughts and prayers out to those of you that may have kids, either at Michigan State or at any college, who obviously made a phone call uh, to your kids or received a phone call from your kids. Uh, just letting you know that they were safe. We take for granted a lot of times that when we uh, have our kids uh, go off to college, it's going to be Shangri-La and nothing bad is going to happen. And we are reminded, sadly, time and time again, that evil is lurking behind many corners. And I hope that you had an opportunity, as I did today, to uh, tell my kids I love them and to make sure that as best they can, you know, they keep their eyes open and try to stay out of harm's way. Scary as hell, man. Yeah. Scary as hell. Take a quick break. More coming up after this.